All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. Haters gonna hate. Now, this is a saying we've heard in rap songs, we've seen it on memes, on social media, and it's a part of life. Growing up, there are certain people which may not believe you in what you're true goals are, or they may not believe that you can achieve what you're out to achieve. Today, I wanted to talk about criticism and making it your fuel, not your kryptonite, about using these words that sometimes people might say to you as a form of motivation and to avoid, hopefully try to help you avoid being discouraged from achieving things. And all I can say is if you look at any example in history of people that have achieved anything great or anything that is of significant substance, we'll call it. These people, they had ups and downs. You know, they were criticized. They had people telling them that they couldn't do what they could do. And they defied those odds. Now, even personally speaking, I can relate to that. You know, um, from a very young age, I was very motivated to do certain things. And there are people um, in my life that would a laugh or b I could just tell they wouldn't, they didn't believe that I could actually do it or they thought, no, nah, that's not Michael's being crazy. And I've made so many mistakes in my life. So many things I've tried to achieve, which just didn't work. Um, and that's cool. You know, that's, if anything, for me, that just motivated me because something I learned years ago is that you learn more from your mistakes than you do from doing the right thing. And Over the years, there are certain things I've wanted to achieve and I've had people say to me, you know, that's not going to work or just it's, as I said, it's just been very obvious that that person didn't believe me. And when I talk to other people, especially those that are very successful in what they do and have worked really hard to be where they are and they're in a certain position, whether it's a position in a company or whether they're a sporting athlete and they've won medals or they've they've achieved certain things, you know, it's it's a common theme. And when you hear people saying something to you like, yep, you're crazy, you're never going to do that. Th- there's two ways of handling that. One is A, get discouraged and think, yes, that person's right. How crazy am I to think that I can do this? It's just not worth it. Especially in down times when you are feeling down or just, you know, non-motivated, remembering that person's words and thinking, yes, you know, Tim the other day was right, you know, who am I to think I can achieve this? This is just, it's silly. The other way is to use it as you feel, to to use it as a way of saying, hold on a sec, I'm going to prove that person wrong. I'm going to prove these people wrong. These people that didn't believe me or don't believe in me, I'm going to show them that I can actually do this. And what you'll actually find is that will create fuel and that will create this pressure inside you to to do what you want to do or or what you've set out to do. The other thing as well is to take it as a compliment. Like, for example, if somebody said to me, hey, I'm going to lose two kilos over the next six months, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's great. Good on you. I think you can do it. Two kilos. Yep. You're definitely capable of achieving that goal. 
But if someone said, hey, I'm going to lose 30 kilos in the next six months, and I was to say to that person, and my thought process would be, that's a massive goal. And if I was to say to them, I don't think you can do it, in a way, it's a compliment because it's it's I've acknowledged to that person that that goal is a big goal and it's something that's significant. And if it's significant enough for me to think that they can't do it, it's obviously significant enough for them to want to work towards it or to try to achieve it. It's it's monumental. It's It's something that's not ordinary, if that helps. The other thing as well is when you talk to certain people that do receive a fair bit of criticism and you ask them how they achieve it, there's two ways, well, there's many ways, but there's two main ways, I think, to take on criticism. One way is to ignore it. So if someone will say something to you and you say, yep, all good, sweet, thank you, ignore it, disregard, move on, keep doing what you're working towards doing. The other thing is to be kind to that person and, you know, in a way to kill them with kindness. So if they say something to you, just being nice and because I understand, I get it, um, I know where you're coming from, and I want to thank you for your feedback and your opinion, you know, and I mean, come on, if if you're getting angry at somebody or telling them something that, you know, hey, nah, you're crazy, you're never going to do that. If they come back to you being kind, which is normally the way you don't expect them to, to act, you're going to be, you know, you, you, essentially you've got nothing to say back to that person. And when you're giving out positivity and you're being nice to people, it uses up a lot less energy points compared to being angry or thinking about something or leaving something on your mind for the rest of the day or the rest of the week. And I've done an episode previously with um, Vanessa Bennett and we talked about energy points in the day. And, you know, you've got a certain number of points in your day energy wise. And the last thing you want to do is to be using it up with using it up over things like negativity. The other thing as well is sometimes you should be grateful for the feedback that you get off people. So if you know, if you're telling your parents or your partner, hey, I really want to start up this company and I really want to make a million bucks out of it a year. You know, by them saying, no, what are you doing? You're not going to do it. It's too hard. It's too much risk. Um, you're going to fail. All these things. You know, instead of reacting to that and getting all defensive, like, oh, hold on a second. You know, you should be supporting me. Um, you know, why don't you believe in me? You've always been like this. Instead of giving that attitude or having that attitude, if you're grateful for that person's, you can say, concern and need to advise you, again, you're using up a lot less points and mentally it's a lot easier to stomach as well because most likely that person is being negative because they actually care about you. You know, they actually love you. They want the best for you and they want to avoid you from making mistakes. The other thing as well is make sure you check in with your goals. So if you're working towards something and you've got this massive goal, make sure you check in to see how you're actually going over a period of time. So, you know, instead of just going one way for weeks and weeks and weeks and working towards the end, check how far you've gone. Because when you actually notice that you've actually achieved 10% of that goal or 15% of that goal, it will give you motivation to keep working. And secondly, you'll actually know how your progress is going. And if there is no progress, maybe you need to do it a little bit differently or take on something different as well. The biggest part as well is when someone gives you advice or when there's when there's haters, we'll call it, you know, or negative people in your lives, sometimes it's good to ask them why they're saying that, you know, it, educate yourself and ask them, look, listen, why are you saying that to me? Why don't you think I can 
achieve that goal or, or why do you believe that, you know, and there might actually be something that you'll learn out of that discussion, you know, or even there might be a misconception on the other person's, um, misperception, I should say, on that person's side as well, because that person might not actually understand what your goal even is, or they might not understand the industry that you're in, you know, and the main thing is just not to give up, you know, and to stick to your goal, stick to your gut feeling, and just keep doing what you're doing and to work hard to get towards it. Because as I said, it's big goals are big goals for a reason. Massive achievements are massive achievements for a reason. And there's if it was something that anybody could do, then it wouldn't be significant. It wouldn't give you that satisfaction. There's um I did a podcast episode with Dr. Adam Fraser, and we talked about we've talked about this topic. I'm not sure if it was on that particular episode. But we talked about, you know, the satisfaction or the personal happiness that you get out of achieving something that's tough, you know, something working towards something, whether it's, you know, graduating from university or winning a gold medal or, you know, even having kids is one of them. But, you know, just working really hard to achieve something and actually achieving it, that personal happiness and that positivity that it creates is insane. Like it's, there's no, no words can explain this feeling of achieving something like that. It's something that you'll never forget. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a free 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au. The other thing as well is if you do hit a wall, if you hit a boundary, if you hit you know, an obstacle, is focusing on where you're actually going, staying the path and focusing on the road, not the wall. You know, not the not the the block that you've just hit, focus on where you're actually going and what your goal was from day one. Um, sometimes it's very easy to get to, to go on a detour or, you know, or to, to, to be working towards something, having a plan from day one and then something happens and that plans out the window, you know, going back to the plan, going on, going back to what you were trying to achieve and how you plan to achieve that is very important because sometimes that's actually forgotten as well. And the, the last thing is, that I'll recommend and talk about is to to find like-minded people that are trying to do what you do or have done what you've done or sorry, have done what you're trying to achieve. There's, there's a saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You know, if, if you hang around people that have the same goals or want to achieve the same things as you, you're a lot more likely to achieve those goals compared to if you hang around with people that don't, you know, have any motivation at all or have completely different motivations. I'm not saying you shouldn't hang out with those people. You shouldn't be friends with them, but you should also surround yourself with people that can push you and can check in with you and can even just the way that some people talk. Sometimes you can relate to them more than others just because they have similar motivations or similar goals. One example is if you are thinking of starting a business yet your whole circle of friends and anyone that you talk to is an employee. It's going to be a lot harder to start a business having a whole circle of friends that are just employees compared to if you also had some friends or started talking to some people which are also business owners, which could, you know, help you avoid mistakes or you could, it could be a sounding board to ideas that you have or experiences that you're going through. One of the biggest examples I can think of of people that, you know, almost failed um, or ignored failures, I should say, when working towards goals is Michael Jordan. Now, Michael Jordan is an athlete that most people know as probably one of the most greatest basketball players to ever take the court. Um, Something a lot of people don't know is that he tried out for his high school's basketball team and actually failed to meet the cut 
because he was told that he was too short to play at that level. Now, again, personally, if I wanted to be a basketball star um, or a basketball player and I didn't meet, if I didn't, you know, make the cut to join a high school team and was told I was too short, personally, I'd probably give up. I think, first of all, if I can't make it in high school, how am I going to make it in the real world? And secondly, I'm too short. I can't change that. You know, yes, I can wear shoes that have a slightly higher sole, but I mean, that's not really going to do much. Now, with him, he pressed on. He dedicated himself to this. He dedicated himself to the school's junior squad at that time. Trained like absolute crazy, and he was able to then earn a spot on the varsity roster. And through his perseverance, he was able to eventually go on and achieve NBA superstardom. You know, and if you look at anything these days in basketball, you know, shoes. If it's got the Jordan logo, it's worth so much more money. You know, and it's. So whether you it's even if you're not into basketball, you've probably heard of Michael Jordan anyway, you know. So I know my son loves Michael Jordan. My son Elias, he's obsessed with basketball. Um, he loves Michael Jordan. He loved Michael Jordan before he even knew what basketball really was, you know, just from seeing his logo and talking to friends about Michael Jordan, you know. And this is a guy that wasn't even going to, you know, if he listened to his haters or if he had listened to, not, not even his haters, if he listened to the professionals, that were assessing whether he would get into the team or not when he was in high school, you know, if he had listened to them, he wouldn't have achieved what he achieved. And my son, Elias, would not even know who Michael Jordan is. You know, uh, Thomas Edison, you know, another example, you know, um, the inventor of the light bulb, you know, he was a man that was told very early on that he would never amount to anything. Um, You know, in school, one of his teachers actually said to him that he was too stupid to learn anything. Um, he lasted only a few months in formal education and his mother eventually took him out of school altogether and started homeschooling. And by ignoring his teacher's criticism, which again, were professionals at the time. And, you know, as a student, your teacher is essentially your professional. They're the, they're your, your guide that they tell you whether you're, you're stupid or not, or whether you're, I shouldn't say stupid or not, but whether they, they're the ones that tell you whether you're smart enough to get an A or a B or a C. He ignored that. And he went on to, you know, create the light bulb, you know, which is crazy. And one of his famous sayings is, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that it won't work, you know. So you don't know how close you are to achieving your goals when you are making mistakes, you know, and when you're not, you know, when you're not achieving things and there isn't that that rush, you know, of of satisfaction of, you know, that achievement creates just remember that it's it's okay to keep going, you know, and um, one last example is JK Rowling, you know, one of her quotes is, it is impossible to live without failing at something, unless of course you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which you fail by default. You know, um, her Harry Potter series, you know, just saying the word Rowling, people think JK Rowling, people think JK Rowling, they think of Harry Potter. Um, and this is, you know, a book that may have never actually happened. You know, because early in her career, um, she published the first book. She was living in poverty as a single mother suffering from depression. Um, She pushed through all that, finished the manuscript for her first book in the series. Um, And when she shopped it around, it was actually rejected um, by 12 different publishers. Now, again, as an aspiring author, a publisher, you would assume, know what they're doing. You know, they've been doing it for a while. They know the industry. They know what makes money. They know what doesn't make money. And... Again, personally, going to just one publisher 
And if, if I had written a book and I went to a publisher and they said to me, no, nah, that's not going to work, I'd probably give up. Or maybe I'd go to two or three or four, but she went to 12 different publishers and they all knocked it back for different reasons. And after sticking with their guns, um, she continued the search and eventually found a publishing house that agreed to take it to market. And look at Harry Potter today. You know, there are movies, there are shirts, there are toys, there are all these different things. Um, most people's children have heard of Harry Potter. Admittedly, I've never read a Harry Potter book in my life. Um, you know, I'm probably one of the only people in the world that hasn't read a Harry Potter book. I think I watched 10 minutes of one of the movies and then stopped because I wanted to go back to the first movie and that was about six years ago and that's never actually happened. But most people know who Harry, what Harry Potter is and they know who JK Rowling is. She's an author, you know, it's, she's not a sports hero or anything. She's an author, but she achieved something so amazing and so great that it's created a lasting effect on other people's lives. And, you know, personally speaking, you know, when I try to achieve things or when I've ever tried to achieve anything, not always, but a lot of the time, a big part of it was trying to have an impact on other people's lives. And if that's your motivation, you should never, definitely never give up just because someone says you can't do it or because someone says it's stupid or that you can't do it or it's impossible or all these different things. So, so today, this is a very non-planned quick episode, but I just wanted to share this thought with you and I really hope that it's um, it'll get you thinking and you can maybe share this with a friend or family member that needs to listen to it and to, needs to listen to these examples of Thomas Edison, JK Rowling, Michael Jordan, people that didn't listen to the haters because haters got to hate and ignore the haters, focus on your goals, focus on what you want to do so that you can continue to smash out your goals. Um, as a financial advisor, this is something I help with clients all the time. We talk to them about their goals, what they want to achieve, what's important to them. So speak to a financial advisor if you're having issues, you know, achieving your goals or even defining your goals. Speak to a motivational coach. Talk to your friends. Find like-minded people. Just get talking and doing something about it, and I can guarantee you, you'll get a lot further compared to if you did nothing at all. Because again, like what JK Rowling said, I'll repeat it again, it is impossible to live without failing at something, unless of course you live so cautiously that you might as well not lived at all, in which you fail by default. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.